Kiyoshi's Walk. Kiyoshi's Walk. <laughs> the story is called Kiyoshi's Walk by Mark Carlins. Okay. Oops, it's okay. Kiyoshi watched his grandfather, the wise poet Ito, write a poem with a brush and ink. The brush flicked across the page. The dripping faucet takes me back to my old home. Raindrops on frog pond. The words make Kiyoshi smile. He wished he could make poems too. Where do poems come from? He asked. What language do you think this is? Japanese or Chinese? Yeah, it's Japanese. Ito put his brush and ink away. Let's go for a walk, he said. He tucked a pen and paper in his pocket and took Kiyoshi's hand. There's Kiyoshi saying hi to a kitty cat in the window. Grandpa's locking up the door and they head outside. They walked by the store on the corner. The sun shone out from behind a cloud. It's another kitty cat. And Grandpa's sniffing some oranges at the fruit market. Ito stopped and wrote, Hill of orange suns, cat leaps, oranges tumble, the cat licks his paw. Kiyoshi felt puzzled. Does that mean poems come from seeing things? The cat must have jumped on that oranges, the pile of oranges, and it fell all over the ground. So the shopkeeper's picking it up. They keep walking. Kiyoshi noticed a flower growing out of a crack in the sidewalk. A girl whooshed by on roller skates. At a sound, Kiyoshi and Ito looked up. What do they see? A little flock of birds. A flock of birds. Ito wrote, The sky calls to us. Pigeons, the whir of feathers. Our arms could be wings. Oh, said Kiyoshi. You find poems by listening. They passed by an old house with a tall wall around it. They peeked through a crack, but could see only a stuffed bear on the ground. Where's where's the stuffed bear on the ground? Behind that wall. How can you see it behind the wall? We probably see it through a little crack. See, right there. There's a bear on the ground. Ito took out his pen and wrote, His boy moved away, lying by the empty house, a lonely bear waits. Yes, said Kiyoshi. Poems come from your imagination. Finally, Kiyoshi and Ito reached the river. Ito sat under a tree while Kiyoshi fed crackers to some ducks. He felt a damp breeze as the sun drifted lower. Two children reeled in their kites and left the park. Kiyoshi felt a little lonely. He told his grandfather, Look at this pretty pink tree. Maybe it's cherry blossoms. He's feeding the ducks and the grandpa's watching the ducks. Ito wrote one more poem, his hand a shadow in the fading light. Dark sky, clouded moon, back at home his mother's voice, a tired boy dreams. I know something else, Kiyoshi said. Our feelings also make poems. The wind sighed through the leaves. A boat full of people floated past, its lights glowing on the water. Ito touched Kiyoshi's hand. Now, do you understand where poems come from? He asked. Kiyoshi thought for a second. They come from here, he said, and opened his arms wide to take in the river and the sky and the distant buildings. And they come from here, he said, and pointed to his own heart. 
Yes, said Ito. <laughs> and they come from the way the two come together. He brought his hands close, touching one to the other. They sat for a moment in silence. May I write a poem? Kiyoshi asked. Ito nodded. Kiyoshi took a deep breath and wrote. In the cool spring night, the wind's dance makes me shiver. Your voice keeps me warm. Ito read his grandson's poem. He smiled. Kiyoshi slipped his hand into his grandfather's. Are you okay? No. All this jewelry is just all my jewelry. Too much jewelry on you, huh? Under the streetlights, they began their long walk home, and in everything there was a poem. The faces of the people, the sound of the river, the moon breaking from the clouds. And that's the end. This story is called Dream Big Little Pig, and it's by Christy Yamaguchi. And we saw her today. We did. We met Christy Yamaguchi today at a book signing. Um, and she's. Also, sparkly. Yeah, it's a and sparkly she, cover. And, and she, won, she won a medal from ice skating. Yeah, in the Olympics. Um, we met her today at a book signing, and we bless you. We bought her book called Dream Big Little Pig, and we're so excited to read it. And she wrote um, to Harper Holden and Sawyer. Love, Christy yeah. Yamaguchi. See, she signed her name on there. <laughs> okay, ready? Okay, I'm going to start reading this story. Poppy was a pig, a pot-bellied, waddling, toddling pig. She was a pig with dreams, and she was a pig who dreamed big. She wanted to be a star. Oops, dropped my phone. Hold on. <laughs> okay, I'm recording, yeah. Poppy had always dreamed of being a posh prima ballerina. She tried out for Swan Lake, a famous ballet. But Poppy was not graceful. In fact, she was. You know that one from your ballet. Yeah? And even Miss Danielle Espinel. Mm-hmm. She's the teacher on YouTube. But Poppy was not graceful. In fact, she was quite clumsy. Follow your dreams, said Poppy's mother, who loved her no matter what. You go, girls, said Poppy's grandparents, who were her biggest fans. Dream big, pig, said Poppy's best friend, Emma, who was always there for her. Are you okay? Are you okay, Holdy? Yeah. Dancing is not just is just not for you," said the people in charge of ballet. "Try something else." So Poppy tried out for Singing Stars, a popular chorus competition. She had always dreamed. That was ice cream. You thought she was eating ice cream? It's a microphone. <laughs> she, she had always dreamed of being a soulful singer, but Poppy sang off key, and to be honest, she really couldn't carry a tune. Follow your dreams, said Poppy's mother. You go, girl, said Poppy's grandparents. Dream big, pig, said Emma. Singing is just not for you, said the people in charge of the competition. Try something else. So Poppy tried out for supermodel search. She'd always. What is that? Um, so models are people who uh, get pictures taken of them. So she's a super. She and wants, they dress up. 
they dress up in different clothes, like and for fashion. Fancy. Sometimes they might look fancy. She had always dreamed of being a big time splashy supermodel, but Poppy was not very glitzy or glittery, and she even tripped on her fancy gown. Follow your dream, said Poppy's mother. You go, girl, said Poppy's grandparents. Dream big, pig, said Emma. Modeling is just not for you, said the people in charge of the search. Try something else. But Poppy didn't know what else to try. And as she wandered through New York City, New Pork City, (laughs) New Pork City. What's New Pork City? It's a city in this book. She began to wonder if her dreams would really come true. Poppy was about to give up when she heard her mother say, Just follow your heart. Remember, we love you no matter what. And her grandparents cheer, We're your biggest fans. And her best friend, Emma Squill, We're here for you. Poppy smiled. She knew just what to do. When Poppy thought about all the things she truly loved, her friends and family were at the top of the list. So the next day, Poppy invited Emma for a pig's day out in the park. While giggling and strolling around, they spotted an ice rink. Poppy and Emma watched the skater skimming and spinning, swooping and sizzling on ice. Poppy realized it was the most beautiful sight she had ever seen. Her heart danced with joy. Emma saw a twinkle in Poppy's eyes and high-fived her friend. Dream big, pig, she cheered. So Poppy waddled and toddled right up to the teacher and said, I like to be a spectacular ice skating star. A pig on ice, the teacher pondered. Honey, I don't know if that's possible. Anything's possible, responded Poppy. I believe in dreaming big, the teacher shrugged. As you wish, she said. We'll see if this pig's got pizzazz. What are pizzazz? Like like, like if she has what it takes to do this. Poppy laced up her skates. She slipped and slid all over the ice. She fell, but this time, Poppy got up. Over and over and over, she shuffled, stumbled, and fumbled and fell. But by the time the ring closed for the night, Poppy was skating more than she was falling. And it felt like magic. Poppy returned to the rink the very next day. Her cheeks were pink with winter wind and excitement. She was so happy gliding and sliding and tumbling and bumbling on the ice, she didn't even notice that she wasn't perfect. Because it's okay, you don't have to be perfect, right? As long as you're trying the best you can. Right, Harper? Yeah. But I looks like her shoe fell off. But nobody else noticed either. Now, a per- most persistent pig, Poppy learned to twirl and swirl and do dips and lunges and splits. You get dizzy. Yeah. Poppy learned to do jumps and spirals and lifts. Before she knew it, more and more skaters stopped to watch Poppy practice. She was quite a sight. She even had her picture in front of the newspaper. Poppy felt like a star. Some of her fans made t-shirts that read, Follow Your Dreams. Others wore hats that said, Dream Big Pig. And Wait, to- I don't see anybody. Hmm. Oh, this one guy says, So Dream Big Pig. Follow Your Dreams, his shirt says. I think Poppy... And her bag says, You go, girl. I think she would say all of these things. Yeah. Poppy's dreams had come true. Time went by, but Poppy didn't stop dreaming. One day, she decided to be a pilot. She wanted to parachute and be the first skydiving pig. When pigs fly, said other pilots, but they didn't know Poppy. She was a pig who dreamed big. And that is the end. And then she dedicated 
her book to this to mommy's angels kira and emma you give me more joy than i can ever express this is for you both in hopes you'll always dream big i love you to infinity mom oh that's that nice probably her, kid. her yeah her two daughters that you see on the um in the mom, back cover yeah thank you, mom. yeah like i know mom that's their mom they, they might have a picture of that yeah and that is the end it's very famous